This podcast has been brought to you by Dimples and Diamonds Women's Empowerment Community. Visit www.dimplesindiamonds.org to join the movement. Trying to be the Kofi on the court of the game. I want to hear all the fans scream my name. Yeah, I'm poor. Do it again. Hard in the paint. Coach put me in. Took a lot of L's, a lot of L's in the past. Hey, man, I can't fail. I got to make it all last. Time, time to tick, 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 tick. Getting the money and get it quick, quick, quick. It's falling down and really what it seems. Feel like I am on the run. I got to chase my dreams. You have now popped open the top to the jury box. I am Kay the Jeweler. And I am Mrs. ASF. And it has been a minute since we have bought a jury box episode to you guys. And, um, yeah. listen. <laughs> hey, y'all, we back. Sorry, sorry we've been gone for so long. I missed y'all. I, I miss all I- my podcast friends. I hope y'all was doing okay. Yes. Yes. So listen, we we miss you guys. We miss you guys so much. But I don't I know if you guys have been listening to us, you know that at the top of the year, um we had talked about this year 2019 um being a year of leveling up and of personal development. So, um we've been going to different conferences mm-hmm. and um workshops and things like that. Uh, about a week ago, we just got back in from LA again second time for the year. Like Ashley said, we might as well get ready to move over there because we stay over there on the west side. It's my second home. (laughs) I love California. Can't wait to get back. Yes. So um, we went to uh, Black Girls Making Millions Academy and it was awesome. Um, I made some awesome connections. The, yeah, I can't even talk, I, I can't even put it into words um, how great that it was. Um, they had def- three different tracks um, that was a part of that um, of the academy, which was the mm-hmm. what was it startup, the come up, and mm-hmm. the blow up. So the yep. startup is for new and fledgling uh, businesses, people that have got ideas that they want to turn into um, thriving businesses. And so Ash took a part in the startup, so that yep. and then I took a start in uh, I took part in the come up, which was for brands that have already established themselves but want to take themselves to the next level. So we was like, okay, hey, we might as well split up. So you can get what you get. Yeah, all this knowledge. I can get what I get come up, and then we can bring it together and make it work. So that's mm-hmm. what we did. And so um, they had some um, some heads from uh, Essence Magazine, uh, TV One. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, goodness. Where is uh, – who, who did you have over there? We had Bank of America. Lynn Robinson. Bank of America. Excuse me, Richardson of America, um, Maxie J, the Foot Nanny. Um, yes, the Foot Nanny, which has been on Oprah, Oprah's um, My Favorite Things list for like mm-hmm. the past five, six years. Five years, um, yeah. Yes, and um, um, Mahisha Dillinger, which is the host of the conference, she actually had her own show, um, which is, or well, still has her own show, mm-hmm. um, which is um, Minding Your Business with Mahisha. So she has a, she has her own brand, which is Curls, but she has a background in marketing. And so, uh, yes, yeah, the girl knows her stuff. She knows yeah. her stuff. And so, and she is very, very adamant about not being the only one in the room. I mm-hmm. can attend that and so um so yeah so we went over there gained this good old knowledge to bring back over on on the east side and um put it to work so there that's the reason why we haven't been pumping out episodes for you guys but i promise um this is our um season ending episode so when we come back for season two in the fall we're gonna hit this thing hard and strong so just get ready because we got some good stuff in the pipeline some good uh, partnerships guests all that stuff or whatever but um speaking of guests uh i got a guest on tonight but we're gonna get into that in just a minute 
we're going to get into the guests in just a minute, but I just want to talk about what or give you guys a setup of what tonight's episode is about. Um, this is one that is been on me for a, a real long time to do. Um, when, when we started the podcast last fall, I made a list of different uh, episodes or that we were going to talk things that titles and topics that we were going to talk about. And this was mm-hmm. one I wanted to do, but God had to wait until the right time to do it. And I didn't know why he kept pushing it back and pushing it back, and pushing it back. But now I know, and we have to be obedient to uh, the spirit of the Lord and we have to mm-hmm. go by his leading. Cause there's always a reason um, why he does. And also there's a, there's a season in which um, we does it and that we do it as well. And we have to learn. That's one thing that we have to learn um, being um disciples of Christ, because that's what we are, um, that we have to learn timing in seasons. So I had to wait until God freed me to do this one, but I didn't know then, but I know now. But tonight's episode is we fell out, but how do we fall back in? Forgiveness. Mm. Mm. Forgiveness. Yeah. It's a heavy one. Child. It's, it's a heavy one. Yes. Yeah. It's time. <laughs> Sometimes it's time. You just be wanting to tell people, hey, you need to kick rocks. Yeah. With and no I socks. Got, I, look, with no socks. No socks. But <laughs> sometimes God say, not so. Not yeah. So. Yeah. So, make you run that thing right back. What were you about to say, boo? He make you run it right back. Okay, run it all the way back. But yeah, and so um, tonight we're just going to talk about um, the all too common uh, topic of friendship ending, but the pro- uh, but the rarely discussed uh, process of mending and restoration. And I feel like this is one is uh, that is near and look that is a uh, right now topic, um, especially with the majority that listens to this podcast, uh, which is mm-hmm. uh, one that black women deal with all the time um, about falling out with their girlfriends or mm-hmm. you always hear this thing. I know every end of year going into the new year, you always hear about this thing. Oh, you know, everybody can't go. Right. Uh, you know, God raising me up or he leveling me up and everybody yes. can go. New season. You know what Got I mean? to leave the dead weight behind. Mm-hmm. Listen. All of oh, that. Every year. Listen, sis. Mm-hmm. If this is you every year, mm-hmm. you need to check yourself. If this is you it's every year. It's not Now, I know that there. <laughs> listen, that's it right there. It's not them. It's you. Because, yes, there are some friendships or relationships or whatever you want to situational shifts that mm. God will bring an ending to. There are some, but there are some that end prematurely um, because mm. of selfish reasoning, it, be it uh, misunderstandings or immaturity or jealousy mm-hmm. or however. And so he will, <laughs> he will, you know, th- those are the, fr- those are the relationships sometimes that God be like, uh-uh. Y'all right. do. Y'all yeah. still got work to do. So you might as well put yeah. your big girl draws on and get over mm-hmm. it. Get over it. Listen, it takes some big yourself. girl draws, honey. Listen, <laughs> get over yourself and get over it. So yeah. everybody don't be wanting to talk about this stuff, and you know, it, it, it be like I said, this is a this is a heavy subject, and so I just like I like to be transparent. Um, about some of the things that I have gone through. And this is one situation that I have gone through. So tonight, um, for when we talked about guests earlier, tonight I have a guest on the podcast, which happens to be one of my best friends, uh, Keisha Pruitt. Keisha, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hi, everybody. Welcome, Keisha. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm excited about being here. (laughs) I'm excited about you being here, too. For real. I'm I'm even more excited about you being here because I thought we... Huh? I said, let's get this started. (laughs) Listen, 
You said you're excited about being here. I'm even more excited about you being here because I thought that we would never be here. If, mm. <laughs> you feel me? Mm. Mm. I understand, but God, God knew. God knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and I thought so, the same, but God knew better than the both yeah. of us. Listen, I thought that we would never be here. Yeah, who would have thought it? Yep, but we are. Like I said, God knows better than we do. Mm-hmm. So right, I thank God for right. God knowing and us not knowing until it was time for us to know. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yep, and so, so I just want to give you guys a, a bit of history regarding our friendship and the reason why I have her on the podcast on tonight. I'm going to just give you, because, listen, this is like how many years of history here or uh, Ooh, friendship? Oh, we that's going to be, Yes. Um, let's see. Would that be about... 27, 28, oh, wow. 16. I was a sophomore in high school, and she was a junior Mm -hmm. in high school. And um, it's funny (laughs) we tell people (laughs) all the time that we almost got into a fight in high school, y'all. Yes. Yes, we did. We almost got into a fight in high school. Okay, you can't just speed bump over that. You got to go ahead and tell the people. Like, for real, for real, you know how the crowd get around and the two girls in the middle, like, arguing and then people waiting for the thro- the the blows to be thrown type yes. fight. Well, I ain't about, about no blows argument. About. I'm talking about physical altercation. Yeah. We were. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Uh, <laughs> look, I don't even know. I don't even remember. Okay. What did you say? Okay. <laughs> I, I have no clue as to why we were going to fight. I just knew it was about to go down. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. It was, it was about to go down. Like, I, I remember I had an umbrella in my hand, right? So Keisha what? is taller than me. And I was like, Keisha's taller than me. I'm 5'7". Keisha, you're like, what, like 5'9"? No, like 5'8". I'm not that much taller unless five, I shrunk. Okay, I think you shrunk because you was like five nine then. I was five seven, but I weighed like a buck oh five. Okay. So Keisha was one of them. Keisha was one of them thick girls in high school. You know they had the hips and the booky and all the bricks that the boys like. That was her. Okay. So I, I wasn't working with nothing. Okay. So I just remember me having an umbrella in my hand. Like, okay, if this girl hit me. I'm going to have to hit her with this umbrella because oh, she she's going to feel me by, she ain't going to feel me by myself. Because <laughs> I'm She ain't going to feel me by myself, so I might have to use this umbrella. But yeah, she won't thank God fight. it didn't never come to that. It got to feel. Never. Mm. Yeah, and we yeah. ended up becoming the best of friends. Best ain't that something? Yeah. Look at God. <laughs> From mm, the heart, mm, you know? mm. That's it. Absolutely, and it what was. Um, I, I, I gave, I gave, I gave Tamara the nickname Mouse. Um, and so she had a really high pitched voice along with mm. her little body. Mm. So, mm. <laughs> so oh. I started calling her Mouse. <laughs> yeah, so we became the best of friends. Um, from there. Still don't know why this fight was about to take place, but it was. But in all of that came our friendship. So that's beautiful. 
Yeah. We became the best of friends um, in high school. Um, we kept in contact with each other over the years, even after we had graduated, uh, after she graduated. And I eventually graduated. I joined the military. We still kind of, you know, kept in contact um, intermittently over the years because, of course, this is not the day and age of Internet. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was almost like, okay, let me call her mama phone because you know everybody know like from our generation the mama's gonna have the phone the house phones and the house phone number gonna stay the same mm-hmm. so if, if you if you want to get in contact with anybody call the mama call right. their mama and they're gonna tell you where they at so you know that's, that's how we kind of kept in contact um over the years and stuff found out that you know she had had a had her her son and her daughter had she had named her daughter cameron i named my daughter cameron it was not oh, done yeah. intentionally <laughs> no like not at all that just, nope. <laughs> not at all it was not done intentionally at all but we ended up naming both of our daughters cameron um yeah, uh, like I said, we, we stayed in contact over the years, and um, after the military, I eventually moved to Atlanta. Uh, Keisha moved to Atlanta, too, and yeah. she ended up coming there to live with me for a bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we lived together, raised our kids yep. together. Um, <laughs> yeah. What was that? I said raising kids and co- cohabitating in one household. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, okay. yes. So she moved back, moved back home. Then I eventually moved back home, and you know all this stuff. Like we just, we were just interconnected. Like I would get a job and. I'll be like, oh, they're yeah. hiring Keisha. I'm going to get you in there. And <laughs> we work right. together. Yes. <laughs> this is like a real-life friendship because y'all was together. It sounds like a good portion of the every day. Yeah. Some days. During... Were. They really were. Like, literally. Really. That's beautiful. Every day. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's how it was. It was, you know, like I said, kids, we had our children. Children had birthday parties. If it was a, uh, one of her kids' birthday par- uh, birthdays, I would take my kids to her house for the party. My kids have a birthday party. She's coming over with her kids. Like, mm-hmm. we was there for each other. Somebody ain't had, couldn't pay a bill. We was paying bills. You know, just, right. we, was just we just looked out for each other. There were plenty of times that your girl was on the side of the road and I have to call my friend and say, uh, uh, <laughs> I need some gas. Okay. <laughs> and you have that somebody that you can call. Like, that's priceless these days. That is a real friendship. When yeah. you're in those kinds of times and you yeah. can truly pick up the phone and say, hey, look, I, and there's not many people you can do that with, you know, that won't slap you upside your head, you know, behind your back and say, well, I did this for you and I right. did that for you, right. you know, mm-hmm. and we were, we were truly those friends to one another. That's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so Keisha eventually um, had given her life to Christ and she became a minister. And so mm. when I was, you know, going through my dark time with my children, um, I don't know if I shared this story in any of the podcasts. I probably did touch on it a little bit where I went through a custody battle and I had uh, lost custody of my children for about a year. I was in a very, very dark place and uh, Keisha was there for me um, through through that situation mm-hmm. and was very, very instrumental in um, inter- you know, introducing Christ to me. And, um, you know, just yeah. praying me through that situation and just uplifting me during that during the time where I didn't feel like I had anything to live wow. for. You know what I mean? Wow. So that 
is, you know, like I said, I just wanted to kind of give everybody a little bit of the backstory of our friendship without, mm-hmm. you know, because we could tell you a million stories, but I just wanted you guys to understand the depth but the of backstory. our friendship yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. before we get into, get into, you know, all of this the other side. Yeah. Because da, da, da. as as much <laughs> as we were, you know, the greatest of friends to one another, have put in this history and, you know, raising children together and all these things, me going through a dark time and all that stuff and she was being there for me. Something happened along the way. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Something that happened. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad we, we at this part because I feel like it's my turn. I'm ready. I need All to, right. I need, I got some questions for the people because I know if, if y'all listening like I'm listening, I need tea, honey. I need to know. Who, what, when, where? Y'all got, and I want to hear from both sides. Both sides, because there's always three sides to every story. <clears throat> so, Keisha. Right. Yes. Please, in your own words, please share with us what happened. What caused the dissolution of the friendship? So, it wasn't one particular thing but it was mm-hmm. a particular incident mm-hmm. but um it was it was a drifting that was going on i didn't understand it at the time mm-hmm. what the drifting was about and you know um at this point cuz Cameron had gotten remarried um and you know we were we were just heading different ways i was mm-hmm. married again mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. and um so it was just kind of you know I don't know. First of all, my friend has always had um, her sights set big, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And when so, she's always, like, always been this way. And, um, you know, I, I guess if I'm being honest with myself, I became kind of like, I don't know. I don't know if it was empty, jealous, or whatever, but I kept thinking, like, we are coming from the same place. Like, mm-hmm. how does she have, like, this mindset, this big old mindset, mm. like, do all these big things or whatever? Right. So, you know, she just always has been that way. If she's going to do something, it's going to be done in excellence. It's just what it is. Yeah. You know, it's yes. going to be real big. Mm-hmm. And so um, it, started, it started to get on my nerves, you mm. know. And mm-hmm. I once... Um, we, cause we, we went, we fellowshiped at the same church and everything. And so I remember one particular incident where, um, a couple of myself and another lady, we had on the same pants mm-hmm. from a particular store in town. And Katama said, that's why I don't shop at that particular store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, mm-hmm. and it made me so mad. But what I didn't understand was that her mind was, further from that. You know, she's right. like, I don't want to shop those kind of stores because everybody in town gonna have them the same Right. Clothes. Not like but, it's not good enough for me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so it was just little things like that. And so the big incident was, you know, I, I knew things were going on with, within me. Mm-hmm. And um, the big, I, I ended up getting married as well again. And um my daughter was having a birthday party. Mm-hmm. She was turning, I think, 17 at the time. And so she was um, making her own birthday plan. Mm-hmm. And so she put it out on Snapchat, you know. And Katamara and I, at that time, we had already, the relationship was kind of strained already anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, she, my daughter put it out on the social media and all this kind of thing. And Katamara uh, messaged me and said, so... You're giving Cammy a party and you didn't invite my kids. Oh Lord! And I, and I said, girl, I don't make no parties for her no more. She's 17 years old. I don't invite people. She invite who she wanna invite. 
invite. You know. Come on, Felix. Yeah, there was a lot of hostility there anyway, though. So this was just mm-hmm. the episode that just broke the candles back, you know. Mm-hmm. So we, um, you know, just I was like, okay, I'm done. Like I'm right. not going through this with you. We just had to part ways. And yeah, that's what happened on that aspect of things. <laughs> So, Katamari, right? Listen, I get it. Hindsight yeah. is always twenty twenty, though. We we always, are always. we are very aware of that. Katamari, can you share with us your perspective of how things kind of came to a head? Well, like she said, I, I kind of felt a fading or a pulling away of mm-hmm. my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, when you're connected to somebody, you know, it, it, friendship is almost like a, like a, like a marriage. You know how you can mm-hmm. feel it, when something, if you're married, you, something's going on with your husband, you can feel it in the spirit. Right. You, you know, when your friendship is that deep and how deep ours was, I could feel my friend pulling away from me mm-hmm. and I couldn't understand what was going on. So I was really So you like, didn't even realize when, I was it happened, when this shift happened. Huh? Okay. So the I was kind of even even as I was feeling her pull away mm-hmm. I was questioning myself to kind of say am I looking at this wrong you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I kept trying to do things like reach out to her right. or call her and when I would talk to her the conversation would be very short you know she'd be short with me not the mm-hmm. same as she had been and I was right. like, what is going right. on? you know so when my daughter had told me about the <laughs> I call it the infamous birthday party when my daughter had yeah. told me about <laughs> what she saw on Snapchat um, about the party I was like that's not that was out of character for Keith mm-hmm. to because I don't care if Cameron planned her own party. If if it was a party going on, I was there with my kids. It don't right. matter. Yeah. So right. she would have called me anyway, whether Cameron right. invited who she wanted to invite or not. Right. She would have called me anyway. And mm-hmm. so um, she didn't call me. So I, I was, Cameron came in and was, my, my Cameron came and was like, Mama, Cameron got a party. Uh, we didn't know nothing about it. So I was like, I'm going to call Keisha because... I'm not sure why we don't know nothing about it. So when uh-huh. I called and she got real snappy with me, I was like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Right. And I was yeah. like, all right. And then kind of left you probably forgot this part, yeah. Keisha. But you ended it with like, girl, bye or something. Ooh. Like, I did. Yeah. Girl, you was girl buying back then, sis. You was ahead of the schedule. <laughs> no. Yes. No, it was girl yes. fine then. This was like, this happened what? Camry 17? So this happened like what? Three, four, years ago. Yeah. My is 20. So it was probably about three and a half years ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it was girl fine. Tamara, do you remember, do you remember the pants, the, com- the comment about the pants? Yes. Yes. You do? Um, <laughs> yeah, because... What was happening was, like she said, we fellowship at the same church, and so mm-hmm. a lot of the women's women were shopping at this particular store, and so mm-hmm. her coming in with the pants that the young lady had on was not the only incident of people coming in with the same stuff. Right. And so right. it just so happened to be her this time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why I made the comment of that's why I don't shop there because everybody gonna be wearing the same thing. It mm-hmm. it wasn't that I was too good to shop from there. Because I still went there and got, like, jewelry and shoes and stuff. But as far as, like, clothes and stuff, I was like, I'm not trying to look like everybody. Because everybody, like everybody go there right. the Saturday before church. And then right. everybody come in with right. twins on Sunday morning. So. Mm-hmm. Not twins. And, yeah. And so at that at that point in time, I was like, oh, this girl is really tripping. Like, she's mm. really getting a big head right now. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. even though... You know, I knew who she was, but for me, that just was like an insult to me, you know. Right. And I was upset, and I was like, you know, I can't believe she said that. Mm. So it, that, it start, that starts the downward spiral from there, you know, wow. with little things and stuff, yeah. It's interesting how it started off really, really small, and then it kind of like festered and grew over time. 
Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Cause Tamara, how did you initially feel yep. after the after the the girl by? <laughs> Do you want me to be honest? Yes, girl. That's why we yes. here. <laughs> okay. So I, I, this I still remember the day like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um. After sh- it, it was. I, I just knew the finality of it. I felt mm-hmm. it in yeah. the spirit. Like, okay, this is it. Yeah. This mm. is it. Mm. So after I after we got back with the back and forth exchange, and I think it was via text message, after the yeah. back and forth exchange, yeah, mm-hmm. I told I mentioned it to my husband and I told him about it and I was like, I don't I don't I don't believe that Keisha's acting this way. I don't know what I did to her. If I mm-hmm. if I knew what I did, then maybe I would I could understand it better. But I did I don't know what I did to her. And I asked them mm-hmm. because they 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 talked a lot. And I asked mm-hmm. them, well, has she said anything to you? Like, mm-hmm. what did I did I do something to her? Like, what what is the problem? He he told me that he didn't know any at this time he didn't know anything. So he was like, I don't know. And so I laid in that bed and I cried. Mm. I cried my eyes out because I felt the finality of it, like mm. a, a pulling of a plug out of the wall. Like, mm. this yeah. is it. Wow. Like, because, for, yeah. Keisha, how did I you feel? I was going to say because of the depth of the Sorry. friendship, like, Keisha was the my friend that held up my arms and mm-hmm. stuff, you know, when I was going through and I had become and I don't know if this was this was a good thing or a bad thing, but I had become in a way dependent on her mm-hmm. and that friendship. And yeah. to not have that friendship I didn't know yeah. Yeah. What I was gonna do. Mhm. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. It was Yeah. It it was um it was definitely deep. Um so when um Katamara's husband he kept reaching out to me and he kept saying, Your sister needs you and I said, Quit calling me. <laughs> you getting on my nerves. Right. Don't um, now. Uh, she over here crying, sis. I said, um, okay. And, but I did. And let me tell you, so w- during that time, you know, I've kind of pegged it a little bit more now, but during that time, not only were her and I going through, but we were at that same uh, church, and it was a lot going on within that church as well. Mm. And so I actually at that time separating from the church you know i was newly married at that time separating from the church all this stuff was going on i was just like fed up with everything and i just wanted no parts of any of it Mm. nothing you know so when he and i i I guess i had kind of a hardened heart at that time because that's not me you know Mm -hmm. my friend I'm going to go. No matter how right. much you drive me crazy or whatever, I'm going to be there. But I just couldn't. I was I was angry, and I yeah. didn't know why. And yeah. she took the brunt of that, you know. And mm. so it, it was, I missed my friend, but at that time, you know, you put your foot in your mouth now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I built up it. this wall. Yeah, and I built, built up this wall. It was just kind of like, okay, so you're not going back. That's just it. It's just over, you know. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> pretty yeah. bad. It's interesting how God, like, September, you were saying, like, you, you guys were so close that you know it felt like the rug had gotten pulled from under your feet. You know, your safety net. Um, mm-hmm. kind of wasn't there anymore. And I realized a lot of times, even in myself, God will remove my safety net to remind me that my safety net is in him. And there you go. Ooh. That's yeah. it right mm-hmm. there. And sometimes mm-hmm. when you're so caught up in somebody else, via mm-hmm. each other, you know, 
God mm-hmm. has no place in there. Right, so right. He has to separate you mm-hmm. so that you can understand that it's him that you have to lean on. It's right. him that you need to depend on. Yeah. And allow him to do what he needs to do in you, you right. know? And, right, right. And begin that growth and that healing and all that kind of thing. And we would have been no good to each other right. during that time. At that time. God was, yeah. God was taking her into a whole new realm of things, and I mm-hmm. couldn't be a part of that because he needed her to have post-dependency on him. Right. Not, I, would, I would have been in the way. Mm. So the way it happened was was really hard, but it was needed you know, by us leading separate lives and doing separate things, you were, Keisha, you were always in the back of my mind like, man, you know, I'm going here and I'm doing this. I wish I had my friend here with me um, to witness it because of how, like I said, how instrumental that you were in introducing me um, to Christ and to see what he was doing in and through me, I just felt like, I felt like there was a missing piece there. Um, in, In the beginning, I felt like it was a missing piece there. So like I said, it would be like, man, like, this is going on. I'm like, man, I wish I could call Keisha and tell her this. Or, man, I wish I could call Keisha and talk to her about us going here. Or what about this idea? Man, I wish I could call Keisha. You know, that's kind of the things that I was, you know, during the time that we were separated, um, I, you know, missing missing my friend. But I still, I, I pressed on. And what God, how, what God had did, I learned the lesson that, you know, that there is times that he has us to separate or that there are times when friendships do have to end. And I honestly thought that after that was done, I had come to the resolve in my mind that we were no longer going to be friends. Mm. Like I had just had to put it out my mind, right? That you know, let that you go. You get your friend back. Um, Katarina, <laughs> y'all not gonna be friends. They gonna mm-hmm. like how you how you it was. So you just need right. to put your head in the game and concentrate on what God has has for you to do. And so that's mm. what I did. I just put it over there in the little uh, safe, turn the the <laughs> turn the key put the key mm-hmm. over there on the shelf and kept it moving. And that's yeah. that's how I dealt with it. That's just yeah. how I dealt with it. Yeah. So well, I don't know how you I, dealt. Right. Well, for me, it was like, you know, after all the, I understood what was going on with all the hate and er, anger and everything, and I figured out it wasn't at you, you know, but I knew that it, 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 some healing had to take place. And so once the healing began to take place, even though we weren't talking, I was always, I always knew what was going on with her. And I saw everything that she was doing. And I was always proud of her and always praying for her. She didn't know that part. But, Mm. you know, I I always saw what was going on. And I was like, wow, I knew she was going to be doing something. But wow, on the scale that it it is, wow. Mm -hmm. But I was always, and I one time, I'm, I don't know if you remember this, Tamara, when I messaged you and I said, even though we're not talking, I am so proud of you. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And I, yeah, and so I was always very proud of her, and I was just like, wow, you know, at that at that point in time, God still wouldn't let, I didn't know, I didn't know how it was going to work, but he, God still wouldn't let me reach out to her, you know, at all at that time. So, and I was still kind of, you know, I, I, I that hurt and anger was gone. And I just, I, I loved my friend. I was like, well, I'm just going to have to love her from afar and be proud of her from afar, you know? So that's what right. I did. I prayed for right. her and I loved her from afar. Yeah. So, yeah. That's how I had to be. That that takes a lot of growth and maturity, and that probably wouldn't have happened if the distance hadn't been, you know, been there. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It was deep, child. It was deep. Listen, girl. (laughs) 
I'm listening to y'all replaying 18 different scenarios that I've seen myself in. Yeah. And I know I'm not the only one that's been, you know, in a place like that. I'm sure some of our listeners have as well. And mm-hmm. I guess my, my next question is how do you get back to get back to a place where you can just, I mean, because it, in my mind, betrayal like that is so, it cuts so deep. Like, how do you, how do you come back from something that hurt that bad? So, for me, this is when, you know, when you truly have God living on the inside of you. Mm-hmm. Because no matter how, how through I thought I was, God said no. And when that healing and everything went away, it, it came in levels. So it was like, you know, the the hurt, the hurt, the hurting and everything went away. Mm-hmm. And then the came. And then, you know, the love was still standing there. And mm. then God began to deal with me. When I say God began to deal with me, I got sick and tired of having dreams about the camera. <sighs> when I tell you, when I tell you, he would place her on me so heavily. Really? That I, real, I'm so serious. Like, I had dream after dream about her and 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 just all of a sudden I'm sitting there and I could just feel her I'm like okay God what wow yeah and he kept on and I was like I'm gonna call her nope I still didn't do it then he I, I could I'm telling you I had dreams like two or three times a week about her it was driving me crazy oh my goodness finally I said okay God I quit I, and I and I text her and I said, "Look, we need to talk, <laughs> and mm-hmm. we need to talk ASAP." <laughs> wow. And, yeah. So she texted me and said that we we need to talk, and so I was taken a bit of back by it because, like I said, I had come to the resolve that she and I were not going to be friends again, and so I was just like, okay. Everybody's entitled to ha- be heard out. Maybe we need to have a conversation for closure. And so mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking at the time. Not mm-hmm. that we were going to reconnect or anything, but mm-hmm. I just wanted to I wanted to hear her side and then I wanted her to hear my side. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was like, well maybe this is something that God is <laughs> has, you know, has wants to be done so that I can move forward. So Uh that's why I was like, okay, well, that's fine. Let's meet. Let, you know, that, that's, Uh that's cool, you know? And then, so she hit me with the, well, I'm going to cook dinner. So you come to the house. And so. Child, you can't be acting up in nobody's house after they cooked your dinner now. (laughs) You know, you got to go in there on your best behavior, right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> she, she, that was a trap, Katamara. I don't know if you had seen that or not, but I'm just letting you know. You so should have set you up. You you ain't had no choice in this, okay? First of all, she was feeding you. Who in the world gonna be mad at somebody that's trying to feed them? Okay. Well, let me elaborate that a little bit, Ashley. So we've always done this thing where we've had Sunday dinners. Mm-hmm. And her and I, so we would get together, get all the kids and stuff, and we'd have Sunday dinner every Sunday mm-hmm. with us. So I told her, I said, it's time for us to have a Sunday dinner. So Ooh, that's where the food yeah. part comes in for. Yeah. So we would do that all the time, cook together, you know, on all that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it's time for mm-hmm. a Sunday dinner because it's mm-hmm. where we can talk and all that. So that's where the food part came in at. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So when she hit me with that part, I was like, okay, okay. So I think this because I in my mind I was thinking, okay, we're gonna meet somewhere like Applebee's <laughs> or somewhere like that. Case, I gotta hop but... in my car. Yes, out in public, so plenty of witnesses. Stay on ready, girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's what I was thinking. But then when she was like, you know, let's do Sunday dinner and I'll cook, I was like, okay, 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 God, I see where this is going. I see where this is going. Yeah. So I said, i go over here and I'm going to eat. I was like, okay. 
we might have been going through whatever we was gonna go through, but I know my my first of all my friend could cook. Okay. That's, okay. That's <laughs> ding ding ding. Second, okay. You know why I'm here. Second <laughs> of all, if anybody knows me, I like to eat. That's number oh, two. Right. <laughs> ding ding ding. Exactly. Ding ding ding. Number I'm two. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Lay on the stomach. Lay on the stomach. <laughs> Girl, you know your friend, Keisha. You know your friend, girl. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> so that was number two. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, okay. So I went over to the house, and um, we sat down, and we talked, and we talked, and we, you know, I, I sat in the kitchen while she was cooking, and we were talking, and um she led the conversation and opening to let me know I finally got my answer because uh, I was confused for years. And mm. I, she finally let me know how she felt. And she apologized. We both apologized to each other because it's not a one-sided thing. Mm-hmm. Because anytime people get into um, disagreements, altercations, or whatever, you know, qu- people quick to be throw their hands up like, I ain't got nothing, you know, I don't got nothing to do right. with this, or I don't need right. to apologize, but that's not right. how God, that's that's not the biblical way to right. reconcile, you know, because there's some, there may be something, something that's off-putting that you've done that you may right. not be aware of, just like right. I wasn't aware of, you know, the thing, the thing that I said that kicked off her being distant to me. Maybe I didn't mean any harm in what I said, but maybe I didn't I didn't uh say it in a way that right. would that a person wouldn't take offense to right. what I was saying. You know what I mean? So you still have to you know, the Bible says let every man examine himself and so we still have to examine ourselves whether whether you feel like you are in the wrong or not. Right. Absolutely. Well, yeah. um, I, I swear, like, I, I'm, I got in a place where I'm in a place, and I was so grateful to God for getting me there. Where it's like, you know what? I'm a bigger. I'm a. I'm over people. I'm over people. But I love people, and I love mm-hmm. my friend, and I love her enough to admit that I was wrong. You know, I don't have a problem with that anymore. You know, a lot of people have a problem with admitting yeah. when they're wrong. I don't, because I don't want my growth stunted. And I realize right. that when you do that, you stunt your growth, you mm. know. And so, besides the fact that he kept showing me her in all these dreams, it was right. driving me nuts. But. Right. <laughs> But it's because we have a soul connection. And I feel like, you know, if you truly have God on the inside of you, like people say or they proclaim, prove it. Right. Prove it. Allow God to be God who, allow God to be who he is in mm-hmm. you. And let mm-hmm. him go out, out of you. And so my gesture of, you know, telling her, I'm sorry. I'm stepping the bottom of my heart. I'm sorry. You know, and, um, Giving her for what she didn't even know, you know. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't even know what was going on, and I had to, at that time, tell everything. But like you know, during that time when he, God was doing what He was doing in her, He was doing a thing in me with maturity, yeah. you know, and growing me up in that time, so that when that time came, I was able to do that, and not just with her, with all aspects of a lot of different people in my life, where I can say. I'm sorry, you know, I apologize. Please forgive me for what I did wrong. And I can tell you that from that from this from that time till now, I think this is the best that I even though we went through all that stuff all those years and all those things, this the friendship that we have now on this side is better than it has ever been. Because Mm. we're transparent and, mm-hmm. and it's no nothing there anymore. You know what I'm wow. saying? It's, yeah. It's to- totally a God connect. And mm. when God makes a connection, it's yeah. a it's a different kind of connection. You know. So I thank God for everything that we went through. Right. Each, right. Each time we stand apart because it's made our friendship 
that much better. Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Yes, most definitely. Um, you know, it's one thing, like you said, Keisha, to talk that talk. It's easy mm-hmm. to talk. It's it's easy to talk that talk, but it's even harder to walk that walk. And we say how you know um, God calls us to forgive, and he and, and with forgiveness, he also calls us to reconcile. And mm-hmm. um, with the when it's done in the way of the Lord, he he does it, and he restores us, and he restores the friendship to an even greater level than what it was when it initially started. And I can truly, 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 honestly say, like, I don't have any reservations because, you know, some people will be like, oh, like I said earlier, I forgive, but I, I don't forget. Or be mm-hmm. like, mm, I'm a whole bat because I don't know right. she might trip on me again or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. have any, when it comes to Keisha, I don't have any reservations. I don't feel that she don't have my best interests at heart. I mm-hmm. feel like it's been wow. restored to the place that it was previously again. I feel like I can I can trust her with my life. That's how I feel right now when it comes yep. to her. Exactly. That is That's that beautiful. is my friend. That's my friend. Yep. Regardless of whatever we went through, all the stuff, mm-hmm. whatever. I, I don't even it doesn't even matter to me anymore. I don't care. That's over with and it's done. I understand there's a lesson in everything that mm-hmm. um that happens to us and everything that we go through and I've learned the lesson now. I understand that we had to part so that this could happen. We right. had to part so that God could restore to this level. And when God does a thing, he doesn't do it for for not no reason. There's a reason that he did it in this time. And like I said earlier about us having to be able to be submitted to God, and it's all about submission, that we can recognize time and season. And I know that she has been placed back into my life in this Mm. season Mm. for a reason. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's a blessing. Well, I can't wait to see what manifests out of this season because, listen, this testimony y'all just shared is going to save a whole bunch of relationships out here. Y'all got me out here scrolling through my phone book looking for a number that I probably need to call myself. So, (laughs) I I just want to encourage everybody (laughs) not harden your heart. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? If Mm -hmm. it is to reach out to somebody, reach out to them and do if, if God is if you are God who you say you are, prove it. Mm-hmm. Do it and do it wholeheartedly. Pray and ask God to lead you and show you how to go about doing it and get that thing together if we're supposed to be together. Now I'm gonna tell you, I have a friend that I've known even longer than the camera. And I, I stopped talking to her, and I'm sick. Like, I, I, I don't want to talk to her no more. Yeah. I'm yeah. okay, and I'm okay with that. You going mm-hmm. on about your little crazy life. I love mm. you. I love you here. But I'm right. good. I don't feel like I to reach out to you, you know. But when when it's a God connect, I don't care how you try to find it. If God got back together, it's for a reason. And just listen. Hark in your heart. Listen. Hark in to God and listen to what he has to say. You know? Okay. And it's reasons yes. behind it. It's reasons behind so, it. You know, we it's that, yeah. that, that pride is something else for us. That that pride is something else and you know, we got to learn mm-hmm. to get out of our get out of our own way, you know. Again, if we yeah. say that we 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 in Christ, we got to be in Christ and Christ is all about love. Christ is all about love. God is about restoration. God is about reconciliation and he is also a God of forgiveness. And um I don't know if you had anything else or another question or anything that you had to uh Anything else that you had to add, Ash, after that? No. Did you have any more questions for us? Y'all answered all the questions. 
So, look, I, I always want to give a definition. I always give definitions at the beginning of um, of the podcast, but I'm going to give it to it before I read this statement because it, it's entitled forgiveness. And let me just put out the definition of forgiveness for those who don't know what it means because we could say it all day. Sometimes we say words, but we really don't know what they mean. You know what I mean? So sometimes we have to take it to the dictionary so it can give us a breakdown of what that word actually means. So, listen, it says, forgiveness is the renunciation or cessation of resentment, indignation, or anger as a result of a perceived offense, disagreement, or mistake, and ceasing, let me stress that again, ceasing to demand punishment or restitution. So that means when you forgive somebody, you're letting go of that resentment. You're letting go of that indignation. Mm. <laughs> you're letting go of mm. that anger. You're letting go of that offense, that disagreement, mm. or that mistake mm-hmm. without holding that person to it. Ain't no tit for tat. Mm. Oh, you yeah. made me feel this Ain't way, no so I'm going to make you feel this way. Mm. Or, mm-hmm. oh, you did this to me, so you're going to have to pay for what you did to me. No, 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 no. Yeah. That old get we back. Let, we let that yeah. go. We let go. Ooh, we let go. Child, that get back. Huh. That get back, girl. That get back will hold you back, okay? There Listen, you go. That's it. Say it right again, there. Ash. That get back will hold you back, child. That's missing out on definitely. Good. Missing all kinds of stuff. Amen. Okay. Okay. Yes. So there is so much. There is so much power in saying I'm sorry. It lifts burdens, it begins new, and also renews unfinished journeys, such as Keisha and I. But the ultimate thing is it puts you in right standing with God, and your relationship with the Father becomes even stronger and even more unbreakable. And um, I know we had discussed earlier that there was a a scripture that we wanted to apply to this. Yeah, so it's Matthew 18, verse 15, and it reads, If your brother sins against you, go tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. And that was exactly the situation that we had. We had an issue. I went to my sister. She listened to me. So I have my sister, you know, and... That's it. That's what it, that's all it takes. If you're willing and you don't allow pride to halt you, you know, don't touch your growth. Amen. You know? And listen, and don't miss out on a, on a, what could very well be a lifelong friendship and also an assignment. So that's it. Don't, yeah. Throw that pride out the window. Somebody right now listening to me, listening to this podcast, when we get off here, go and make that phone call. That's it. Yeah. Go make the phone call. Yeah. But, yeah, I just want to say I am so grateful and thankful to God. I'm so happy that I have my friend back. <laughs> Praise God. Yay, yes, I am so, so happy that I have my friend back. Y'all y'all just don't know. I'm, I'm just, and then when she came to a, a Dimples and Diamonds event, that just put the cherry on the top. That just put cherry on the top. Okay. <laughs> That's it. You know, you so glad I finally yourself. got to meet Keisha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had been telling me That's about these it. Sunday dinners, girl. I was like, well, where Keisha at now? Girl, Sunday dinners be serious. You hear me? <laughs> I might have to take a trip, yeah. sis. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. So, <laughs> you're more than welcome, Ash. You're always welcome. But, yeah, so... um. 
So with that being said, y'all, just again, um, this is our season finale. Um, we just want to thank you guys for um, for listening to this episode, and I hope that it's something that you can take away from this that will help you along your journey and also from any of the other um, podcast uh, episodes that are listed on um, on. Apple Podcast, and um, feel free to listen, subscribe, let us know your thoughts on the podcast. Um, feel free to give us episode ideas. You can always send those again, even though we're going to be on hiatus for a couple of months. Um, you can send those to um, Dimples, um, yeah, Dimples, the letter N, diamonds at gmail.com. Uh, let us know. But, again, we're, we're working on some things. Got some good good stuff in the pipeline for season two. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited about this season of the podcast for us to even have been um, listed among the best podcasts of 2018. I'm excited because we just got started in this thing, and um, this is just the beginning. And so, um, so yeah, Uh Ash, do you have anything to say, Boo? No. Nope. Before we close out. It's been a great season. Thank you guys for welcoming welcoming us into your earbuds, your homes, your computers, your cars on the way home. Um, and I can't wait for season two because it's about to be popping. Like, y'all thought season one was popping? We about to be popping, popping like the kids okay. say these days. Okay, okay. And again, we just want to thank our guest of the evening, Miss um, Keisha Pruitt. You guys, thank her for coming. Yay! Thank you for taking the time out. Thank you for having me. I really here. enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> and hoping that, you know, us sharing our testimony is going to help somebody else. So once again, y'all stay tuned for uh, the announcement for when season two um, will begin. And until next time, do what y'all do best. And that's what. Keep shining on them. See ya. See ya.